What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and you know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's going on? Man, it's been a busy-ass day today. Yeah. For Vegas slowing down a little bit in the dispensary area, it's still real busy. We like... got the draft out here. So oh, NFL yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, the yeah. draft is out here. Yeah, so that's, that's super exciting. <laughs> that's going to be just like the movement they need, too. Yeah, it's because, crazy on the strip right now. Isn't it, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, did you see like the stage and stuff that mm-hmm. they put up? That is insane. Yeah. They were like, listen, we were gone for two years, so we're really going to make it up for you folks. Speaking of making things up and having some wonderful times here at High Bud Tenders Podcast Studio, we have a wonderful guest with us today, Larry from G5. What's going on? Honestly, how many um, black-owned dispensaries do we have in Vegas right now? Man. One? I know, I know one for sure. And how many yeah. cultivations? Uh, so, uh, it's funny. I think there's three cultivators. Uh, one of them I won't count because he tried to dog me out. So, I'm fucking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He tried to say that we weren't 100% black owned and all this shit. Yeah. I'm like, so then the other one, I, I, somebody else said they got in trouble, but uh, they're no longer up. But it's not a lot of us, man. Right. Trust me, it's not a lot. So, I, the reason why I bring that up is because I know it's difficult in this industry and even low-key people don't like to say it all the time because it's a sad it's a sad statistic it's yeah. not even like it's it's it is miserable statistics you know what i mean and uh it doesn't give people a lot of hope you know what i mean especially in vegas when you talk to people and you know that they have the mindset of creating something phenomenal mm-hmm. or they're excellent growers they just don't have the space for yeah. it have you found that to be a difficult obstacle while it, you're applying? It, it's, it's horrible. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Listen, <laughs> I, I, um, it's such a game that they play. And they played the game from the very beginning. And I would tell people that. Like, first of all, the minimum requirement was $250,000 that you had to have liquid to be in the game. Right? So I know some brothers, they got 500000 It's just not in the bank. Yeah. Right? And they're excellent growers or they're excellent businessmen or women in this <coughs> industry. And it's like, yo, you, you eliminated us right off the bat. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just it's a weird dynamic and it's very tough. And I just feel like, and now I feel like there's, a, there's always been a process of elimination. And the minorities, right off the bat, 250 you don't have it? Sorry, right? Yeah. And we weren't smart as minorities putting our money together. We weren't smart in that. We, you know, the culture doesn't stick together when it comes to that, right? Yes. So I, I was trying to urge people, hey, give me 25000 You give me 50000 You give me 100000 You give me this. And then we'll form an LLC or do what we got to do under that name. And then that way we put the license into that. We have a chance. It's If you put in 50 you put in 20 It's just a mathematical number of what, you, what percentages you get. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, it's like... Okay, you got 100%, now you got 20%, you got 50%, you got 30%, whatever it may be. We're not trusting people, so that didn't go over well, right? So I'm like, yo, I'm going to do it with or without you, and this is what we're going to do. And we, we started that process, but for me, I started seeing when the second round came, like, if we start putting our money in groups... And we'll have more opportunities to do this. Right. And just 
just didn't didn't work out that way. It's been very tough for us. And I don't want to say it's been tough because we're black. Because right. There's a lot of Caucasians who, who are going through the same struggles as, as we are. Yep. Um, just uh, the big corporations are coming in, and I feel like the process of elimination has already started the third or fourth round now. The bigger guys are buying up the smaller grows. Um, um, you know, the dispensaries are getting bought out as well. So if we're not dealing... You know, I feel this like this is a real high school... Um, uh, association, like everyone's kind of clicked up. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna hold my tongue. I don't give a. <coughs> no, I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah, you yeah, should, yeah. I don't care. Like, like we have our people that we have our relationships with, but we've tried to be in some of the establishments, and you're like, you know, what the fuck, man? Yeah. We have, uh, we have 22 percent. We have 23 percent. We have 21 percent. And I go in your store, and you have 18 percent. And you don't want ours? What's wrong with ours? I yeah. mean, you know, it's like, um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you G5 is the best, but I don't look at cannabis as being the best. I truly 100% look at cannabis as medicine. Yes. No, there's nothing else to it. I mean, I don't, yeah. you, you won't really see me going around when I got the best fire in town. I don't do that. I know that if I give you some smoke, and if you don't smoke, you might, you're subject to slap the shit out of somebody that day. You know, I mean, I know brothers that they wake up and if they don't, they'll they'll brush their teeth and smoke at the same time. And if they don't do that, you can say hello and they have an attitude, mm -hmm. right. right? So to me, that's medicine, right? Yes. If he has it, he's, hey, what's going on? How you doing? What you want? You want some bacon and eggs for breakfast, man? We're going to go get, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like a different, uh, a different thing for me, uh, the way I look at cannabis. I don't look at it as, as like... Um, uh, uh, a recreational thing for me. Yeah, I really look at like this is really giving somebody a good quality of life um, yeah. for the day, and and I'm going through it personally right now with my wife, so um, it definitely helps her uh, in her battle against cancer. But yeah. even even people that that say they they only do it recreationally, like even if like like you go somewhere and you can't get access to cannabis. You will feel a certain type of way, and then I feel like at that point, that's not recreational. Like you, you need it for you know what I mean. Anxiety. Yeah. They don't even realize. Sometimes I don't think people realize uh, the triggers and like you know what that what that plant does mm -hmm. to make you feel better or to make you feel normal to slow you down. Yes. To make you go to sleep. How about yeah. a good night's sleep? What was what was the method in your choices and and of choosing what strains you wear because you do have some really cool strain names to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. So Cause. so uh, I'm really good friends with a cat out in L. A. Uh, by the name of Brandon and um, Brandon has mentored me. He uh, has his own grows out there. He's uh, he's in the cultivation with the NBA player um, Paul Pierce. And he's taught me a lot about the game, and he's really big on genetics. And so what I learned early on is that you can have, uh, you know, if you don't have the right team, the right genetics, it doesn't matter. So what we've done is we've tried to go out and find what we feel are pretty good genetics, and we're trying to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because, as you know, you can have, like, Scottie Pippen here, and, and then six months later, nobody's doing that anymore. Right. Right? You know, so it's like, it's hard to keep up. You know, so it's us. It's just we're, we're trying our best to find the best genetics. And what makes this industry so hard to do that is, is that it takes us four months to grow that plant from seed to sale. Right. Right. So it's like, it's not like baking a cake where you put it in the oven and then, you know, 
you mess it up, it falls flat, and you're like, ah, oh, put another one in. Yeah. Listen, we make a mistake. We just, we lost four months. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you know, and then, you know, I look at it just like the way I got into it is um, making sure that we have good, clean medicine. And, and that's just the way I look at it. So you're not going to have me running around, no, we got the best weed in town, we got fire and this and that and that. Listen, we have, we have shit that'll make you not slap somebody today. Right. That's what I look at. We have something that, um, you know, somebody has lupus and their pain level is a 10 and after they smoke, it becomes a 3. I'm happy about that because I've seen people, I've had friends that you give them smoke and it's like, they're like, Mary, I get a better quality of life. Yeah. And that to me is immeasurable. You can't pay me enough to... That, you know, Maribel's going through cancer right now, so we give her RSO. She doesn't take any oxycodone. She doesn't take any lower tabs. She doesn't take any of those really off-the-wall drugs that they give her. She takes RSO, and guess what? She sleeps like a baby, and it takes away the edge, and it takes away the pain. Yeah. Nice. So it's like, know, you can't right. tell me shit about cannabis anymore. Yeah. I don't care yeah. who you are. I, I'm watching someone. Witness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching someone I love dearly. And it's like, you know what? Fuck anybody who says that it's a, a drug that makes you go out and start taking heroin and get out of here. Like nope, gateway. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I don't care what they say. I mean, no, I mean, they instilled that. That is some old school shit that just carried on from, like, generation, yeah. <laughs> generational. And it's so sad because you still will hear people say that it's a gateway drug and it's like oh my god we're still there we're yeah. still in that we're still in that point of the game that shit is crazy no lie yeah it, it's it it is i mean and we're, we're to the point where like um it's just sad man it's sad 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 you know what yeah. i don't recommend so the bigger thing for me is like i'll have i, I deal with a lot of youth and kids and then i'll yeah. have like people like yo the weed is messing these kids up. And I'm like, you think so? Yes. Like, you think it's the weed? You don't think it's the the parent, the home life? You don't think that, you know, especially in our community, black, you know, the, the black community, like, um, I was telling the rapper Cam, I'm like, yo, we should do a documentary on um, the black father-son dynamic because it's fucked up. You know, even me, you know, when I was growing up, I, I told my son I loved him, but... I didn't always show him that I loved him, right? So it's like, because where we come from, it's a jungle. When I see him, I, what up, man? What up? Yeah. Sometimes we don't even want to say it up to each other because yeah. we don't know. Because don't know. Yeah, yeah. So know it's how like, you going to take that one yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's a jungle. So you always got to have that guard on. So when I, you know, I would come home and tell him, I'm like, yo, look, like, you know, like, he's got to be tough. And, you know, now I'm like, fuck, man, I wish I loved on him yeah. some more. And, yeah. and now I love on him, and it's like, yo, yo, come on, come on. I saw bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I wish I would have gave him that love growing up more because he doesn't have to go through the things that, that I went through. But Not even close. Yeah. yeah. It's, but there are kids in my community that are, and it's like, that's not the, the kids trying to smoke. He's either trying to make some money off of it, you know, he's trying to eat at night, you know what I mean? And and some of these homes are really, really bad. I mean, I'm in the streets when it comes to these kids and, it, and the situations are bad. And it's it's not the drugs. I don't think it's the weed. I, I, I just don't. I don't recommend the kids. I always, listen, I go speak to kids. I go speak, right? Yeah. You go in the room and I'll be like, these are eighth graders. Yeah. Yo, first thing I'll do is, I just want to let you guys know I'm a multi-millionaire. And everyone looks and it's like... What the fuck? 
And I'm like, I just say that just to get their attention <laughs> because they, they're going to listen to me because they all want the they all want the money, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, I'm not a million. I'm just telling you guys that. I go, how many you smoke weed though? And, you know, you'll see the room go up. And you're like eighth grade. In my mind, I'm fucking eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Eighth grade. And I'm going. That's crazy. You know, and it's like so. You know, and I'm like, well, listen, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you guys. I own a cultivation. I don't recommend you smoke now. You know. You know, get to an age where your mind and your brain can develop. Yes. And you can make some good decisions. Yes. And then you can. I go listen. I didn't smoke till I was 24 years old. Mm. You know, I didn't drink till I was 22, 23 years old. I didn't start at 21. Um, and so, like, you know, I, I want to be a, a big proponent of young kids. You know, in our community, we also have, like, the churches don't like it. Yeah. You know, and then I sit back and go, well, you know, my girl makes 100000 a year. Yeah. Huh? And I go, yeah. Uh, he also has to be versed in ACs. He has to be versed in plumbing. Mm-hmm. Right? Math. The plan is biology, right? Yep. I mean, it's like, then they start to go, well, hold on, let, let's rethink this now. I'm like, of course. And I go, listen, if the, if the young man or woman can grow the cannabis, then they can grow a tomato. Yep. Uh, um, anything, watermelon, whatever. Yeah, they can grow anything. Whatever, yeah. It's science, right? Yes. I mean, yes. Horticulture, agriculture. Yeah. I mean, pesticides. We have to know so much to be in this game that... You know, it's sad in our community that we don't take um, take that. I'm like, yo, listen, your son or daughter can eat forever. Yeah. You know, and especially when these big corporations come. It's science, man. That plan is science. Yeah, I just feel like uh, it's... I don't know what it is exactly and why, you know, there's such a <clears throat> real crazy way of purchasing cannabis in Vegas. But I'm feeling like the market's starting to get a little bit more saturated. Oh, yeah. And um, as it gets saturated, it limits people, you know, from wanting to purchase more, especially if they're in a comfort zone, right? I've already been purchasing from these people. I feel comfortable with these people. And you, a lot of people get the runaround. But that honestly, that's some shit that happens in retail anyways. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people give you the runaround when they don't want to purchase your product. But I just feel like the market might be getting a little bit more saturated. Do you think people like you're speaking about use, they should learn how to grow cannabis for medicinal purposes? I think that that should be a, uh, something that somebody gets a doctorate for to learn how to, you know, how this plant works and the best benefits for this plant. Because, oh my God, it's such, it's, it's very little that we've tapped into. Yeah. There is a whole world more that's beneficial about this plant. You know what I mean? It makes the strongest plastic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like stronger than plastic. But it's almost like feels the same and it's a real hard material. I just think that there's so many benefits and factors into that. Do you think that this solidified market is making it harder for these kids out there to actually move in the cannabis market? Well, well listen, I'm 49 years old and um, what I've learned is this younger generation, they move, man. They're smart. They, they, um, you'll have some people, oh, these kids that didn't, listen, these kids don't have to deal with what I had to deal with. When I, if I owed you money, $25, when I was growing up, I had to wait till Friday. Mm-hmm. Hey, she's got to give me my check and then I'll cash my check and I'll give it to you. Now these kids go right on their phone. Oh, you have Zelle, you got Cash App, you have whatever, and they, there's your money, right? So there's a different process that these young people go through. And, um, 
I had a young man take the compost and make um, coals, like heated coals. And he's like, this is very good for the environment, right? He's like, if we put five or six coals in here and he lit them, it would heat this entire room up. Mm. He's like, you don't need to, I don't need to get gas anymore. Mm. I can cook my food on these coals, like a grill. And I'm mm -hmm. going, he's 18 years old. And I'm like, this little kid is, this young man, my kid, is smart. Yes. And I'm thinking, you know what? Like, sky's the limit once you let them know what the cannabis is really about. The hemp, bricks, houses. I mean, can you imagine not cutting down these forests now? And using say, the hemp. We can grow hemp in three months. Yeah. We wouldn't have a wood shortage, a log shortage, if we just let these guys grow the hemp and go. And we can, we can make clothes that last forever. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it would kill a lot of the industry. And and I do think it is saturated. It's getting very saturated. I think. And I, I'm I'm going to say this now. I think the dispensary side, they got about another seven eight years. Yeah. And then retail is done. Yeah. I mean, because when I say retail. I mean, I don't have to go to Foot Locker anymore to get my shoes. Right. I can order them on Amazon now, and they'll deliver them right to my right. house. Right, yes. Right, and yes. delivery is big. And, I, and in California, I just saw, because this was hopeful for us as a cultivator, uh, as being in the cultivation, I saw the Cali now, a lot of the, 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 um, the rules are saying that those cultivators can sell directly to consumers now. Right. They can do delivery. So imagine what that would do for me if I had a good following and I had some good... Now you can get on my website and send directly to... I can bypass even the dispensary, right? I mean, I just feel like those things are coming. Amazon is really pushing for cannabis to be uh, legal. Yeah. Right? So, of course. I mean, I mean, so what's their business? Their business is delivery. Yep. Right? So, I yeah. mean, I feel like those are going to become... The new hey, check I this think out. The same thing. Yeah, yes. so I, and I know it's not going to happen tomorrow, but this, no. it's coming down the road. Mm -hmm. Pause. I appreciate that heavily because sometimes when I say that to people, they roll their eyes at me, and I'm like, I know retail, and I know how this beast works. It's not about you know cannabis and soda. Right. It's all about the money. And the same way money works is like the people who have the money are going to trump your cards every single time. time. Yeah. And that's just facts. It's not even, you know what I mean? That's just something that's a reality. So I'm wondering if that's even a thing. Like, I would hope that in the future we are making this more like an educational thing. And so that people can get doctrines and in cannabis and really help everybody medicinally i think that that's really honestly the plus side that i see to it becoming legal is yeah. that we will do testing on this stuff there'll be a bunch of shit that's going to go bad for a bunch of people well, 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 but then but listen when you think about it i mean you're talking about building houses yeah. can, you, can you imagine the workforce now building houses frames all of these things that are built to last yeah right so it's like um i think it's going to help the roads, concrete. Yes. Right? We're talking about roads. You're putting in now. I mean, so I think it'll. It's going to hurt some things, but I think it's going to help a lot more. Fashion industry. I mean, there's. It doesn't stop. I mean, you know, I just wish uh, these people in Congress. I, I wish they just stop with the. the uh, it's it's brutal what they do. Uh, I just saw one today that um, on the blacklist, and 
the congressman or whatever, he's like, they, and, the, and, the, and the, this is how backwards they are. He, he literally, this is on the YouTube, he's like, they, he goes, these, these legalized places are spraying, spraying pesticides all over the place, and then the black market, I'm like, he's got it totally backwards, mm. right? But, but the fact that he's spewing that rhetoric, and it's false at that, mm. it's like, well, fuck, they're not educated. They yeah. don't even understand. Right. And the bad part is talking to them. They have no, they're, 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 they got their blinders on. They don't see you at all. Yeah, so, and well, yeah. so when you talk about the benefits and how it can help in so many different industries, yeah. they, they're not even trying to hear it. Well, make, try making cannabis is not cheap. Making good cannabis yeah. is not cheap. cheap yeah. And honestly, it's much cheaper to make fentanyl in large quantities and sell it and you know as an as an over-the-counter drug you know what i mean than to for it to be you know what i'm saying like honestly it's 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 a crazy world out there but i just feel so, like so so, can, so let me ask you this question yeah. so like and 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 tell me what you think of this like why is it that we're getting why are we taxing 15 percent for recreational when, when, when it's medical Listen, no matter no, no matter what bench I put it on, yeah, all you're doing is changing the classification for it, right? So so I can go get a uh, I can go get an oxycotton oxycodone or whatever they call them, lower tab Xanax, and I can mix those and die, right? Right? I I've mixed I've mixed the um, lemon gorilla with <laughs> and I didn't die. Right. I actually slept for probably about instead of eight hours, I slept ten hours, right? Yeah. But I didn't die, right? So it's like. How is it that you're taxing me a fifteen percent on the on the on the on the on the cannabis, and then they tax another tax when the sale right goes through, right? Right. But then I can go get a pill, and it's a two percent tax, and it can kill me. Yes, mm. easily. easily. I mean, that has to correct itself eventually. Nah. You don't think so? I don't know. Nah, the money's there, man. You can't go back off. Of yeah, you're right. Once you, you give them something, yeah. they're not gonna get it back. Listen, yeah. it's going to get worse because you know what's going to because you know what's going to happen now is we still haven't got a federal tax yet. Mm. So that and that's why I say this is all set up for the big guy yes. to come in. I just saw something. One of the big tobacco companies said they're not even selling tobacco after twenty twenty four. Did you guys see that? No. Oh yeah, they got to like listen, listen, listen. It's something's going to happen that soon. Twenty twenty four. They're done. In the oh, I just. Now. Yeah. I just think we had, I, when we talked about it, even from the beginning, I think it was about two years ago, I yeah. was like, this is a five to seven year plan. Years, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is something that's going to happen soon and rapidly because people realized how much money you can actually make with this plant. You just have to give people state legalization to prove to them that this is how it works. Yeah. And then the federal government can't turn their back because they're still collecting. You're still there's still federal tax and oh, they're yeah, still yeah. collecting it. So they know exactly what's going on. You know what I mean? And the minute they know what's going on, then they're like, well let's close down all the illegal shops. Yeah. So we can have more regulated shops, right? Yeah. So it's all a it's all a political game uh, with the stem from money. You know what I mean? And uh, so I think it's, it, to err to the side of you, uh, Drew, I feel like it's, um, it, the, the situation is probably going to get worse before it gets better in, when it comes to Big Pharma because they're the ones initially, right, that put out that they're working with cannabis Right, doing now, now, what was it, uh, 
was it Pfizer? I think it was Pfizer that was doing testing, right, on cannabis and stuff like that. So until it starts to benefit that market and it's solidified there, then we're okay. I mean, I have a Pabst Blue Ribbon in my refrigerator right now that's a THC 10% Pabst Blue Ribbon. Wow. You know what I mean? The um, Walmart of cannabis is going to be the Walmart. <laughs> the Amazon of cannabis is going to be the Amazon. Right. Didn't I say that shit? I said that shit. I'm glad we got to talk about another that. section. Oh yeah. my God, it's sad realities. So, would you have anything new coming down in the pipeline for G5? Because uh, right now, you've uh, the jet fuel I got to try. Remember we talked yeah, about it. Yeah. Well, well, listen, we're trying our best, man. And and um, like I said, I try to um. Man, grow, listen, let me be clear on this, because you have people that are like, oh, we got the best, or there's a lot of critiquers out there, and growing that plant is not easy. Number one, they're females, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, listen, man, I, I, you know, I sit back and I walk in the room, if they haven't been fed, you'll see them, you feed them, they perk up and go, and I'm like, wow, that's a, you know, you, you, know, you, you see those things, and it's, it's not easy growing this plant. I don't care if you want to have a good quality product, and for us, we want to really try to go grow a good quality product. It's not it's not easy. Um, you have so many different opinions of plan. Marketing is everything. I'm not saying that there ain't bad weed out there, but it's funny, man. And I and I keep saying our culture. My when I say my culture in the hood, like man, you got people. I got homeboys that have never bought G5. They'll go down the street and pay their homeboy and sit in the car and wait 40 minutes for him to come out right. and pay him mm -hmm. and will never buy a G5. Now, if I bring some with me and I offer it, it's there. But yeah. but for me, what I've tried to do is um, I, I, I'm i really cool with some, some rappers and whatnot. And so one of my favorite rappers to talk to is 50 Cent. And 50 Cent told me something one day. We had a three-hour conversation and he was like, yo, I didn't go to Harvard, but the people around me did. And I I took that into cannabis to say, listen, if Jarrell's a good fucking grower and I got access to him, I'm going to align myself with him and say, hey, man, I don't know that much about this. I humbly come to you because you've been doing this 20 years. Can you help me get in the right direction? And that's all we've tried to do at G5 Culture. We've really tried to find good strains, and I've tried to find the people who know. Because I don't know. I've only been doing this for five years. I, I'm, I don't know nothing. I'm a tiny grain of sand in this business. And there's people that have been in this culture that have been kicking ass, running from the police for years. You know, they got their codes, their language, and I'm just humbled to be a part of it. I'm extreme, the, the plan has truly humbled me to the core. Um, I mean, we try our best just to get good quality strains. I love Jet Juice. Uh, Big Baby and Jet Juice are my favorite. Uh, pink Mink. We have a Pink Mink, uh, and I'll be very blunt. We have a Pink Mink that's fucking phenomenal, but it won't pass the test. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it comes back at 23%, 22%, high, high uh, mercine. Really nice cannabis, but we keep failing for mold or yeast. It's a dense plant, and it's like, fuck. We finally got a pink mink that we really, really can push and we just can't get it to pass. And so we're trying to figure out what that is. So it's like, that's what I mean by you're trying to find these strains. That, you know, on the street, if we were on the street, oh, it's a go. Oh, 
Yeah. It's a goal. Right? And, and that's the part that frustrates me about the business, too, is that, you know, bud tenders have to go in there and tell people about, hey, it's 22% or it's 27%. And you know how many 18% I've smoked that, you know, you look up and you're like, yes, you gave me a 30. That 30 didn't really do anything. But this 18% is, I'm sitting on the moon right now. I've hand sold good bud tenders. Will never follow that percentage deal. Right. Right. Um, the only time we ever do that is if there's ever a stubborn situation and you know you're not going to pass through it. Then you're like, okay, I'm going to get you whatever you want at the highest level. These are the highest THC levels we have. So, so you say when a customer comes in, like, no, I want the 27%. No, I always try to talk them. They, if you're going to ask me, what's the gas? Zaza. You know what I mean? What's this? What's that? If you're going to ask me those questions, I'm going to give you the right answer. It may not be at 27% though. Like for instance, GLP's La Bamba. I've hand sold that shit. I don't know how many times. The fucking butt is fire. It was 18% I do believe. Smack the shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Out of somebody. So... For me, percentages mean nothing. I've tried some Acapulco Gold from AMA that has smacked the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? So it just, I, I, I think it depends. You know what I mean? For me, it's never going to be the per- percentage of THC, though, because I've tasted, I've had some of the worst experiences where I've spent too much money because I thought it was going to be the grand slam, and it wasn't. You know what I mean? So terpene profile is very, very important. Oh no, terpene we, yeah, yeah. Terpenes mm-hmm. are, is what we really we really try to go after our mm-hmm. terpene profiles. I mean, I, I get that, you know, the taste, the effect, everything is is, is that's a big part of it. You know, mm-hmm. but when you're listen, when you're on our side as a cultivator and you're like, you know, they're calling going, Hey, well this is only eighteen percent and you're going, Can you wanna come smell this? <laughs> like nice. this shit is this shit has got yeah. the smell, man. It's got that under under armor funk, you know. I'm like, yeah. come on, bro, like, you know, and then it's like it's like, well, you know, I can't give you that much. What do you mean? And that's what I mean by like the industry's kind of fucked in that way. The 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 um the the fair value market is trash. Yeah. Um, you know, these things need to that that's what hurts us more than anything. It's like well, well you, you, you're giving me a fair value market from, you guys are six months behind on the board. You're st- I'm getting taxed at that number, but I'm not paying that much for a pound. I'm paying, mm-hmm. I'm selling a pound for $1,500, whereas six months ago I was selling it for 2300 Well, yeah. you know what? I'm st- you're still taxing me at that price though? Yep. It's like, you're fucking me. And that's what I mean by like, the game is set up for us to it's either now or never for us man. Yeah. You know? yeah so so for us uh um, jet juice came out which is more of a city for us i wanted to put the city i put the city on the background uh stratosphere and stuff like that um we got some things coming up with can of stars we're partnering up with brenda and alex and those guys over there we love them super dope uh can of stars and going back to what we talked about when you said black home I mean, I'm going to say it. I don't have no fear, no man, but it's like, how are the black-owned companies not dealing with each other Each other, yeah. And that's sad to me. That's disappointing. Yeah, it's very sad to me. So it's, um, you know, we've done what we can. You know, we've done what we could to get into those places. And I'm not going to, once again, I'm not begging anybody to do anything. What's what's meant for us is meant for us. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like cultivating... 
real relationships, organic relationships, being true to who we are, not on no sucker shit, no bullshit. This is what we bring to the table. We're going to market, we're going to get, we're going to have fun. You know, I, when I got into this, I was like, yo, if I'm going to do this, I know people are locked up right now for this. Mm. Like, I, how can I take this serious in the fact that, like, people are locked up? When I say serious, I mean, I want to have fun doing it. Yeah. I want to party. I want to enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, getting in this industry is not easy, but if I'm going to do it, we might as well have fun and enjoy ourselves, you know, and, yeah. and, and make the best out of it. And, and go. So we're excited about the partnership with Canon Stars and Sahara 420. Um, and, you know, we wanted to link up with people who who um, care. Brendan, those guys are very well liked in the community. Um, and they're willing to give us an opportunity to work with us, to really work with us, not just fluff. I, uh, we've had some good partners. So it, it's definitely a different uh, uh deal and I wish it did go federally legal and I can ship it to wherever I wanted to ship it to ship it back because I got a lot of connections yeah. <laughs> around the country that would be shipping out Amazon here come pick these 200 pounds up they're going to New York City yeah, baby yeah. facts <laughs> you know facts yeah I mean you know yeah, be a different ball game at that point yeah sure. I, yeah and you have to appreciate that because it's gonna happen and when yeah. it does happen you'll just be mentally prepared for that and, you know, you make the best of the situation that you have going on. If you're in the cannabis industry and you're making, you're going to sell your stuff to different places now. It's going to be a bigger market out oh, there. Yeah. And guess what, man? People are killing the game on TikTok. Boy, I mean, home businesses have just exploded. Oh. I've ordered many of things, t-shirts, uh, hats. Just from seeing it. Yeah, there. where you get the quality and you're like, wow, this shit is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I think the market would just boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was something uh, where it did become federally legal, then it would open up to people who are afraid to have these kinds of businesses but always wanted to have one, especially when they live in a state and they can't move from any they you know freedom. they yeah. don't have the freedom to move from a state to start something yeah. good in a legal part cam will come out here cam will come out here and be like yo it's two o'clock and hardin is open <laughs> he's like i can't believe this bro. Yeah. like this is amazing like yeah, any store you're know, lucky you, yeah, yes. yeah you're like, lucky. You're like you know, now he's like, oh, the brothers in New York, they're just on every corner now. They don't even care. <laughs> it doesn't even matter yeah. anymore. Like, they're not really pressing them too much. Mm. So, it's crazy how it is, though. Hell, yeah. Man, we appreciate you hopping on, bro. You killed it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Hell, yeah. Thank you. Before we uh, get you up out of here, though, uh, what you been smoking on lately? Um, Big Baby's almost always my favorite. And um, and um, the Mel and Moreau. I think nice. people are going to really like the Mel and Moreau nice. when they come out. What you been smoking on, Rocky? Um, I did try the uh, Jet Juice by G5, <laughs> so I did my homework before he came on because he said, try the Jet Juice when it comes through, and I was like, alright, I will. And what you been smoking on, Daryl? Uh, the last thing I smoked was some Banana OG from Madison. Dude, yeah, still so. a smacker, Absolutely. smacking ass. Dude, I couldn't wait. Well, it was gone for so long. I, could, I know it came back. So I was I like, wait, wait a, wait a minute. Where are you, Banana OG? Um, it was, it was. It's really good stuff. Really love that. Um, so, dude, if somebody wants to know how to pick up some and try maybe some Big Baby and some Pink Ming that we we're speaking on the Jet Fuel, uh, what was it? It's not Jet Fuel. It's Jet, jet, jet Juice. Yeah. Um, how can they find out about 
where they can pick that up. So so right now we're going to be uh, primarily in Sahara 420. We're going to be in Canistars, which is downtown. Uh, Canistars is in Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, Sahara 420 is actually 420. I'm, I'm sorry. Is it Sahara um, Wellness, right? It's 420 420, Sahara. yeah. So the address is actually 420 uh, East Sahara. Yes. So uh, those are our two main guys. We're in Reef. We're in, Reef is a big supporter of us. Um, we're in, um, Hardeen is a big supporter of G5. Um, we're in Jenny's, um, shit, man. We're in a couple of places all over. I can't name everybody else. Awesome. Top, but, but, but those guys are our main guys that really, really, truly support us. And if they smoke it and they really love it, how can they reach you on social media? Listen, hit us up on, um, tag us up on G5 Cultivation. It's G-F-I-V-E and Cultivation spelled out. Listen, we respond. I look at them. I look at a lot of stuff that comes through there. I like to see the people that tag us, good, bad, whatever it may be. I, I like to see it. We like to be cool. We like to be funny. You know, we like to represent the culture. We oh, like yeah. to represent the urban black youth of America. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Dipset, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can always reach High Bartenders on all things social media at High Bartenders or go on the website to www.highbartenders.com forward slash podcast to listen to the podcast forward slash shop to buy any of our new merchandise that's out we have new pins we have new t-shirts uh check it out we really appreciate it we thank you all for listening and as always stay high but to nose make it i'm saying i said i love my city but i don't think you hear me though i said i love my city